Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. It is all brought to you by Active Wealth Management. Go to annuity360.net for your free book. Make sure you tell Ford we said hello. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. And since we are in the offseason, Lindsey, everybody keeps throwing these things in our mentions of who we need to go after as Braves. Or if you were the, the last show that we did, if you were GM for a day, well, apparently we have a lot of GMs for the day, which is fine. That's what that's exactly what we would like to see. Yeah. And some of the GMs for the day have thrown out some names. So I wanted to throw some names at you just to see what you thought as far because I said you got to be GM for a day. Turns out you get to be GM for like a week now because uh, I'm going to keep asking you about these various players. So your contract has been extended past 24 okay. hours. And got so, it. Uh, the got it. first name that I'm going to throw out to you, which is a huge name, is going to be Shohei Atani is a to the Braves. Do we want him? Everybody says give him anything he wants in order to bring him into the Braves organization. That doable? Thank you for the suggestion, Derek. I see it was from Derek Basinger. Ah. Um, so it's undeniable that Shohei Otani would make the Atlanta Braves better, right? Shohei Otani would make every single roster in baseball better, even if he was only, uh, only hitting. Like Shohei Otani last year in 135 games, like batted over 300, led the entire... Uh, all of baseball in slugging and an OPS led the American League in home runs and on base. I mean, he is he is one of the best hitters in baseball. So even ignoring the whole Tommy John thing, him as a DH would make him incredibly valuable on this roster. He'd be significantly better than Marcelo Zuna or anybody else you would find as a DH. Now, that said, he just, like his contract for 2023 was $30 million. He avoided arbitration by agreeing to a $30 million deal with the with the Angels. And there's no idea what he might get in free agency as far as a, a long-term deal. They've, they've talked about it could be the first $400 million contract. Yep. It, it could be massive. And the thing for the Braves is no Atlanta Braves player has signed a deal that goes for more than $22 million a year. And... Even when Dansby Swanson wanted to come back to Atlanta and called Alex Anthopoulos to try to get uh, anywhere close to the Cubs' money, the Braves held firm at $22 million a season. And I'm not saying that that is like an unbreakable ceiling, right? Like there, I'm sure that at some point in time, Atlanta will eventually pay more than $22 million a year. Mm -hmm. But I don't foresee them skyrocketing past 22 even to sign a talent as good as Shohei, who could be $35 million a year or $40 million a year on the open market. So like, while I would love to have Shohei Otani, he's a fantastic, he's one of the best athletes in baseball. He's a tons of fun to watch. And can you imagine him hitting like between Olsen and Riley? Like oh just goodness. how ridiculous that would be, even if he didn't pitch for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just, I don't necessarily think Atlanta is going to make the massive financial outlay required to sign him. I just, I, I don't think they're going to be in the same stratosphere money-wise as the teams, as the team that ultimately does ink him to a long-term deal. The only way I see it being different, caveat here, the only way I see the Braves signing Shoei is if he takes a shorter deal and is not necessarily choosing based on the money alone. If Atlanta could get into the ballpark of where he would be, which would be more than 22, probably no more than the 30 now. But if he were to sign some sort of, let's say, a two or three year deal mm. with an opt out and different provisions where if he was 
uh, pitching and pitching back to the level that he was, he could be a free agent and go get a massive deal. That's the only scenario I would see. And even then, I think it'd take Atlanta $30 million a year to make it, to, to make it happen. I think a couple of, uh, or at least one negative, is just what you said, is the money. And the reason being is because everybody has said it. You're going to have to pay him like you pay two players. you got to pay for his DH and his hitting ability. And he can still play in the field, too. I mean, they put him at right quite a bit, uh, did the Angels organization, so he can be out there in the field, too. And then you have to pay him as a pitcher. And I know that with the Tommy Johns, everybody goes, yeah, but, you know, you could kind of skip on that right now because he may not be back in, in full force. No, you're paying for his future. That's exactly what you're paying for. So you got to pay him like you pay two players. So what two players are you getting rid of? So number that's number one uh, is the money issue. Now, on the positive side and plus side, he has said he doesn't want a major market. That rules out L.A., New York. Uh, possibly Houston. I'm not real sure about that, but I don't know that he would he would go somewhere like that anyway. There was a special that Mike Greenberg did on his show um, on ESPN where they brought in some some specialists to ask about this. He hates big markets. That's why he loves Anaheim. So mm -hmm. Atlanta is a middle market as far as baseball that could maybe get away with something like that where he's not having to do a bunch of endorsement deals. He's not going to be on the billboards downtown Atlanta, or at least he's not going to be asked to go pose for a bunch of pictures to be on those billboards. Yeah. So they could possibly get away with it. Is it a pipe dream? I think so. Yeah. Because this is wishful thinking. Again, as Lindsay and I have just said, we would love to. Every team's oh, going to love to have oh, yeah. it. Are you kidding me? I so, would not in a heartbeat turn down Shohei Otani. No, but, exactly. If he, yeah. if he said... You know what? I really like what Atlanta's doing. I wish they'd talk to me. Yeah, AA would talk to him. I promise you. Oh, they, yeah. they would be in conversation. Uh, but man, that big figure is going to be out there. And it's not just the Braves not paying over anybody $22 million. As Lindsay just said, you're looking at $35, $40 million a year because you got to pay two players. It, it's, a, it's a double position type deal. So it uh, should be interesting to see. Uh, I do think it's wishful thinking. I do think maybe an agent has been contacted at some point at least to say, hey, he doesn't want New York. He doesn't want L.A. We're a middle to smaller market. Maybe we're somebody he could consider, but I just don't know that that's going to happen. It's all being brought to you by Ford and the founder and president of Active Wealth, host of the Active Wealth Show on AM 920, The Answer, the author at Must Read Book, Annuity 360. Special offer for you, and that's to get that free book by going to annuity360.net. Provide your contact information. Ford's going to send you a complimentary copy. Fantastic opportunity to learn how to better protect and grow your hard-earned wealth. He also has his own show, so if you miss any of that, you can go to activewealth.com or activewealthshow.com, and you can find out more about Ford and his company. But for that free book, go to annuity360.net for more information. All right, got number two name for you. Okay. And this is one that he has been in the headlines quite a bit over the past year, not necessarily for a positive reason, because I always say it's all because he talked about home runs and he was like thereof with only one this year. And that is Tim Anderson. Now, I understand he's a shortstop, but we're not talking about getting rid of Arcia. He has said he's willing to play in other places. Your thoughts on Tim Anderson maybe, you know, coming to the Braves. So Jared puts in this about a trade with the White Sox to get Cecil Anderson. I don't necessarily think you're going to have to make a trade no. to get Tim Anderson. He's on a club option. It's a pretty pricey option. Off the top of my head, I don't know exactly what it is. I wrote it up on the site the other day, uh, but it is an option. And so uh, Tim Anderson is just like just has been a two-time All-Star. He was seventh in MVP voting in the American League in the shortened 2020 year. So it's not like he's a complete bum. He batted 322 that year 
with uh, 10 home runs. He had 17 home runs in 21. It's just he struggled at his age 30 season. I I don't hate the idea mm. of bringing in a guy like a Tim Anderson. Again, I don't necessarily think it's via trade. I don't know at this point how much willingness he would have to take the kind of deal he would need to take to rebuild his value. Because in Atlanta, if you sign in Atlanta, you're not signing with the thought of, I'm 100% going to be a starter. You've got Ozzie Albies, who's tenured. You have Orlando Arcia, who they had just said is solidified. He's year one of a three-year deal. And so I don't necessarily know if he would immediately choose Atlanta, but I do think that a different environment would do him well. I do think that Atlanta's coaches, if there's anybody in the league who could help uncover some of his previous form, I do think it would be Atlanta. And I do think there's an angle a lot of people haven't necessarily discussed, but Tim Anderson, uh, being one of the few uh, African-American players in baseball, has discussed the history of the game and and a lot of how of that works and has an appreciation, a public appreciation for yep. historic figures in the game. Playing for the same team that Hank Aaron played for yep. uh, is something he is a, a admitted to being a fan of Hank Aaron, who what baseball player is not. And so I do think those would be factors in Atlanta's favor, but ultimately I feel like he's probably more inclined to go sign somewhere where he has a chance to compete for a starting job versus a place like Atlanta where he's looking at utility uh, usage and or moving to the outfield until mm-hmm. somebody gets injured and then he would have a chance to be a temporary starter. I just feel like he's going to look for a different environment, but there are some factors where you could see Atlanta getting him and some reasons why you could see him doing well if he were to come here. That's the thing. He's a baseball nut. He's the type of guy that you love to have within the locker room and within the clubhouse, and yeah. especially, as you said, his appreciation. The thing that sticks out in me, again, as I talk about neg- – that's the good part. The negative part is just what you just said. And what I mentioned to start with, the one home run, I told you, anybody that we add now, I would like to see that 260, 30 home run type person to be able to come in. Now, the one thing he does have going for him, and, Lindsay, you can attest to this from seeing some of his games this past year, he is a dog. He dog. could come in and he could be a dog. He could be a guy that uh, that could help out in the clubhouse and and kind of get be a great leader. But when you talk, start talking about the finances and him not necessarily having a starting role somewhere, don't want to make him that platoon left fielder because I don't think he wants to do something like that. Uh, but it is a great name. I do appreciate the the possible GMs in the chats that are telling us what they would like because I do think that is a name to look out for. I think he would be a great addition. Again, mm-hmm. like Otani, I just don't know that that's feasible with the club and with the Braves. So that is part one, all brought to you by Active Wealth Management. Make sure you go to annuity360.net for your free book. Tell Ford we said hello. We got part two that's going to be coming up shortly. He is Lindsey Crosby. I am Ben Taylor. Lindsey, as always, thank you, bud. Thank you.